Yes, it will be. That's the tomorrow's edition of Radio Chaz. So we've got Chaz Lichinello, Andrew Hanson, and my name, Dom Knight. Here. Y- yes, Dom. Um, 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 I'm going to be Charles. You can be oh, Charles. Charles is great, um, great impression, Chazzy. <laughs> Look, if you if you listen to yesterday's show, he had a horrible accident. He came off a bike. He's in a lot of pain, so he can't be here. But it is a very funny story. So check out the podcast for yesterday's episode. Uh, we we have a lot <laughs> of information, uh, including Sam Dastiari called oh, up God. to explain why Charles's story was rubbish and it was much more embarrassing. Uh, the truth, Andrew and I enjoyed that, didn't we, Andrew? We did so much that I'm going to listen to it on the podcast. Again, you really should. Just, just to enjoy the, the funniness of that story. Hey, the results are in, guys. The results are in. Australia's favourite supermarket has been voted on again. The vote that everybody's talking about. <laughs> which, which, that, you know, which supermarket would that be? A Coles? Uh, uh, no, it's not Coles, Chessie. What's the other one? Woolies. Woolies? No, no, don't. No. It's not no. Woolies. No. It's IGA. No, it's, it is not IGA. Yeah, come on. You, Australia's favourite supermarket. It's Aldi. Once oh, again, Aldi. Aldi has scooped the pool at the oh, supermarket okay. Oscars or whatever. <laughs> whatever this <laughs> soupy is. I'm not sure. <laughs> what it is. I don't know if they have a red carpet outside. Um, a red spot the, special the, carpet. Appar- yeah, red. Apparently at that award ceremony, if you go to the car park at the award ceremony, they leave all the awards just, <laughs> just yeah. lying around the car park. Yeah. And the, the best dressed is something to see as well. Like people are wearing shopping trolleys, you know, <laughs> re- 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 reusable bags. Anyway, they managed to win this without any mini collectibles. Right? It's Coles- amazing, isn't it? In Woolley. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Aldi doesn't do mini collectibles. They don't do small pieces of plastic. In fact, they've even said officially that they will not release mini collectibles like Coles and Woolworths. But that got me thinking, what if they did? Coles has them. Woolworths has them. Now Aldi is proud to announce its new range of mini collectibles. Little replicas of Aldi's famously random products. Wow, a small plastic version of the Audi machine that converts cassette tapes into MP3 files. And our famous Audi knockoff brands. Cool, it's a tiny box of Bleenex tissues. Plus, shop at Aldi and collect mini figurines from the hit movie, The Lion Kong. Can you feel the lumps tonight? Aldi's Mini Collectibles. Grab the plastic toys before they wash into the Pacific Ocean. Hey, does anyone want to trade my miniature Aldi fishing rod for a miniature Aldi traffic cone? Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Uh, now, look, um, very unfortunate news for stadium fans. Uh, Allianz Stadium has been demolished, but then Lendlease have walked away. So it's great news for Hole in the Ground <laughs> Fans, and I'm just wondering, uh, are Allianz going to sponsor it? I hope they got Allianz to insure the yeah, uh, the well, build of the call. project. But well, like- it's perfect, isn't it, Domi? I mean, if I, they they should, they should run the ad right, they should make an ad right now. The guy hmm. standing in front of it and saying, you know, if you don't buy home insurance, your home could end up looking <laughs> yeah. like this. Well, I'm a member, so I'm really hoping I can oh. still access the facilities of the whole <laughs> of the ground. But um, I'm just wondering what we can do. I mean, let, let's turn these lemons into lemonade, Sydney. Okay. My mm. thought is, why don't we get the refugees from the Opal Towers and, and Mascot Towers? They can put up tents. They're not going to give us stuff if it's a hole in the ground as long as, as, long as it doesn't collapse. Well, it's better, yeah, cool. than, their, better than their current Much better gigs, than their current Actually, gigs. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What about you, Andrew? Any you you thoughts? Well, on look, I mean, I, I, first of all, I'd like to iron out the naming rights battle oh, yeah. this thing because, you know, sure, it's Allianz, but, you know, these, these things change hands. And it's, it, it, this would be very good, I reckon, for brands of flat, round things. <laughs> like I think yeah. you, it could be called the old El Paso tortilla <laughs> hole in the ground, for instance, or, or greens pancakes might, might get the naming rights. Uh, or oh, Lifesavers. Uh, Lifesavers. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's literally a hole. It's I the king of holes. Yarlsberg cheese hole in the ground. <laughs> I think that'd be incredibly lucrative. What a great proposition. Um, I, I should say, I, I do think it is a, a very valuable and rare resource on Earth, this hole. Oh. And I reckon mm. they should lease it to NASA so they can conduct research into black holes there. That's assuming they've finished researching black holes in Adelaide, of course. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, look, it, it occurs to me it is a building site somewhere in Sydney, so it's obviously going to become a chemist's warehouse. <laughs> if not a pie face. <laughs> well, I mean, also, uh, I think it could be very useful, this place, to... Uh, for the Australian swim team, finally got a nice place to bury all their drugs. <laughs> you need a bigger hole than that, Andrew. That's true. I, I reckon actually, see, I reckon that you guys aren't thinking about making it popular. Okay. I reckon you should replace it with a bunch of properties that are perpetually, perpetually up for auction every single weekend. Ooh. Never sell it. Just leave them up for auction. Then you'll get tens of thousands of Sydney siders showing up every weekend. Way more than turned up to NRL That's ever. actually true. <laughs> That's yeah, the a very special episode <laughs> of The Block. Um, my thought is, okay, look, it's a massive hole. Let's mm. focus on what people like about that sort of thing. Let's just call it New Hornsby <laughs> and thousands of people will move in and it will still be less of a hole than the current Hornsby. <laughs> I reckon you were thinking well there, Dom, about, about, t- about making a profit out of it. And I think you can actually go further than that. I reckon you're off to a good start with that hole, actually. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I reckon maybe you keep on digging until that hole is absolutely massive. And then you can bury ANZ Stadium there as well. And we can start working on a footy stadium that doesn't suck. You boys uh, still living at home, either of you, with your parents? No, or have I'm, you moved for- out? I'm 42, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean much nowadays. Like, it says in the news that, that Aussie kids are living at home till they're 30. Half but, of them. I've got my Half father-in-law staying with us for a bit at the moment, so I feel a little bit like I am just at present. Lovely man that he is. You're oh. kind, so you're kind of living with your parents. But no, but these, these people are genuinely living, well, half of them. Half of Australians live at home till they're 30 because it's so expensive to move a house. Oh, uh, to, to, you know, to, to get a house. Um, I mean, I kind of, like when I've house hunted, I, I've moved in with my folks, but um, I was sort of back and forth. Was it a you bit know, irritating? Is a, well, it's irritating for me because I have a two-year-old and I'm thinking, I, I, I'm going to be like 108 by the time <laughs> she moves out of home. I mean, I can't afford this. She might move out of home before, uh, before you do. Maybe you'll be living with your parents while your daughter moves out. <laughs> well, my parents will be about 600 years old. <laughs> what is, but I, I wonder, I mean, look, I'd like to test this out, though, on, on Sydney and see if we can go further. Because, you know, okay, living at home till 30 is one thing, but surely there are people out there who are, who are living at home longer than that. Like, we've got to find more hopeless people than just 30. So we're looking for the oldest person who may be living with their parents. Maybe, That's what maybe we're looking so. For. Maybe so. Like if you're, if you're o- over 30 and still living with your parents, I would love to hear you ring up and confess. Can you, can you give us a call? One triple three five three is our phone number. Are you over 30 and still living at home? Gra- ground rules, Andrew. Do the, do the parents still have to be alive? Can there be a mounted <laughs> skeleton in the lounge room? There, there could be skeletons or, or psycho <laughs> style. Maybe you've got your mummified parents in the cellar. Okay, all right. Um, okay. And look, if you're an 80-year-old 80, 80 Triple M fan and you want to complain about your kids still at home, one triple three five three. Because, of course, it comes to the point where eventually the children are the carer. Uh, looking after yeah, the incredibly right. old parent. That, that would be good to hear about as well. Uh, looking for Sydney's oldest person still living with their folks on Radio yes. Chaser. Talking about people who are still at home over the age of 30, apparently uh, heaps of Aussies are doing it these days, given how expensive this town is. And we're looking for the oldest person still living with their folks. Or if you've got a good story about that, Steve in Cronulla, are you still living with your folks, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm still living with both of them. How old are you, Steve? Oh, I'm 36. 
day six. That's all right. That's good going. That's good going. Yeah. Well, yeah, how come? Well, that's pretty good. good. It's good when you just got out of the slammer anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, fair Steve, oh, can, yeah. Steve, can't borrow your parents. <laughs> Chazzy, having spent some time behind bars, uh, no, I'm the only one who's been locked up, haven't you? No, you I, was locked up for, I was locked up for eight hours. Oh, you were, that's right. And afterwards, oh. I went straight back to my parents and got them to fold my laundry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Kamal's on the line. Kamal, tell us about someone who's stayed at home for a long time. Yeah, I was a dump on my sister. She was 50 when she moved out of home. 50? Whoa. Yeah, I think I did last call right out of the water, probably the rest of me too. Wow, that is 50. tough to beat. 50. Wow. But why did she finally move out? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, they hassled her into uh, buying a place to live because they're in their 80s, and uh, <laughs> what's she going to do when they die? It's, a, it's an interesting little little area they found themselves in where they were good enough to hassle her when she was 50, but not good enough to hassle her when she was 49. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, the big 5-0, it's time to leave home. <laughs> That's great. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony, we're talking about people living at home to a very advanced age. Uh, who can you tell us about? Yes, this is my father's brother. He's 70 and he's still at home and he's never married. <laughs> how, how, old are, how old are his parents? Oh, well, the, my grandfather's dead, and but she'd be she's nearly ninety. <laughs> oh my goodness! 70. Wow! So yeah, he's so the eldest, and uh, yeah, so yeah. And, and does he uh, does he hold these uh, these parties with a bunch of other seventy year olds coming around, terrorising his ninety year old mum? Uh, <laughs> Risky I, business. I dare say not. I don't think he has any friends. To be honest with you. All right, let's go to John Liverpool. John, oh. uh, we're looking for the oldest person who's still living at home. Uh, my great grandmother is ninety eight. Yeah, and my grandfather is seventy-four. Oh, seventy-four. Oh, that's such good going. I reckon we can call off the search. Guys. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you may as well just stay there for the duration now. That's awesome. Oh, I hope he's saving up though for his deposit. How's yeah, it going? It's true. <laughs> They've been living together for about probably fifteen, sixteen years now. Yeah. They drive each other insane, but we'll be lost without one another. I think. Oh, well, I'm glad they got each other. Yeah, well, so we've got years. two and a half times more than thirty. That's yeah. very impressive. Radio Chaser Triple M. Barnaby Joyce has been has been claiming he's a bit skint, gentlemen. He says he turns the heater off at night to save money. I am not surprised, honestly. The amount that guy spends on expensive shirts and ties. Honestly, he always <laughs> yes. looks so fine. It's true. Yes. <laughs> beauty and beauty treatments. <laughs> and, and, oh. and deodorant. At the other than the moisturizer he's been. And apparently his treat is a cup of coffee because at the end of the month he has hardly any cash left. He earns a two hundred and eleven thousand dollars a year as a backbencher. I mean less than he when he was deputy PM. He's obviously buying his coffee at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look a lot of people weren't exactly um uh, stoked to hear that Barnaby was doing tough, but he's saying he also kills his own meat, which I think I'd quite yeah. like to see. Uh, Is it a euphemism? But <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably. But look I do feel sorry for Barnaby and I'm not the only one who does. In fact uh, a new charity has just launched to try and help Barnaby make ends meet. Since 1866, Bernardo's has been caring for children in need. But now, Bernardo's has a new charity for the most vulnerable children of all. Barnaby Ardo's. I'm Barnaby Joyce and I've got six bloody kids in need that I know about. Barnaby Ardo's is dedicated to helping one of Australia's most impoverished politicians who earns just $211,000 a year. Oh, my wage is bloody peanuts. Have you seen how expensive private schools are these days? It's a joke. 
Barnaby Ardo's is there when families are torn apart. Oh, my daughters won't speak to me just because I knocked up Mustafa, Vicky. Give generously today. Oh, I've got to pay for a house for my ex and one for Vicky, plus the joint in Canberra. Everyone wants a... Because his billionaire chums like Gina Reinhardt can't fund his entire lifestyle. Oh, then I promised Vicky I'd set up a bloody trust fund for our kids when I leave her too. Oh. But I tell you what, my new PAs are smoking hottie with such childbearing hips. Barnabiados, helping those who can't help themselves when it comes to impregnating their staff. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Yes, now we have a lot of uh, fusion product on this show, Chazzy. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. popcorn chocolate that Cadbury's just released and yep. things that aren't supposed to mix. I think we've got the strangest fusion product ever in the history of Australia. It's just come out. VB yep. has released a tea. Like, talk about two tea. other opposite spectrums of the <laughs> beverage market. VB has a tea. It's apparently Ceylon tea with, like, hops in it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's a VB branded tea, and the, the marketing says... BYO special uh, bickies as How well. How do you glass someone with a cup of tea? <laughs> well, it'd be very hot. Chance. Okay, that's a sponsor alert, I think, on that one. <laughs> Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. Yes, it's a de- it's a delicious delicious tea. <laughs> Just quietly, I, I love VB th- tea. I, I love think it. that's well, yeah. actually I mean, when you've got a big cold uh, thirst, you know, <laughs> yeah, need it's a big a... cold tea. <laughs> I think that might be why VB is moving to the tea market because there's fewer casualties. But look, uh, they're, they're Johnny come lately when it comes to different kinds of tea. I mean, Twinings uh, with their different uh, teas at different times of day. They've been innovating for years in this space. We have a blend of full-flavoured tea for every hour of the day. You already love our blends of morning tea, traditional afternoon and Australian afternoon, which is just like traditional afternoon but with a refreshing hint of chicken salt in it. But what about for those between tea time cups of tea? Introducing our brand new, most time-specific blends yet, including our brisk and lively mid-morning 11.43am tea and our lively and brisk 12.59pm tea. The perfect drop to enjoy before our 1pm Australian lunchtime tea. Or why not enjoy our new anytime range, blended especially for the workplace, including our I'm only making this tea to delay my meeting with Sharon from accounts tea. Or our I'll have to drink it black again because all the milk in the office fridge is off tea. And our I don't even like tea, but I've already had six cups of coffee today and I couldn't be f***ed going back out to buy a seventh tea. Twinings. One perfect blend of tea sold under 78 different names. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Chazzy, I know you didn't have time to prepare your snack review segment to Baby Got Snack today, but don't worry... I've got it all ready to go. Here we go. I like big snacks and I cannot lie. You other eaters deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty chip and a round wagon wheel. In your face you get hungry. Baby got snack. Now I'm quite excited about this because it's hard to find snacks. And I'm very pleased, Dom, that you went to the trouble to do it for I me. Did. I did. I did. I went that. down to, to we got. Coles. The first thing we have is Heinz apple puree in this lovely little uh, fun-sized jar. Sorry, Dom. This is baby got snack. Yeah, these are snacks for babies. This is all I buy. How long have we been doing this segment, Dom? What, Dom two years? Do got... I look like a baby? Charles isn't even here. There's no, no one even close to a baby. <laughs> yes, that's a fair <laughs> point. I, did just, I went just at the aisle that I always go to, 
and I just got snacks that I thought we'd have. Is this is there a problem? Well, I haven't had lunch, so I'm gonna have some. Oh, <laughs> okay. you're gonna try the baby baby uh, food? So, so what, what what flavor is it again? This is Heinz apple. Now, mm. I should say, Dom, look at the wrapper. You're off to a flyer. Because yeah. it says not recommended for infants. And I'm definitely not an infant. So, oh. so, so no, four months plus. So I think mm. we're safe to eat it. Uh, yeah. Okay, well. Look, that's good. It tastes like apple. It's just pureed apple. <laughs> that is the healthiest snack we've reviewed on your segment if, so far, Chazzy. If you like apple puree, <laughs> I recommend this snack. I think okay. well. Next one. One from one is my review. <laughs> Next one. Okay, Rusks. Rusks, Tom. This is yeah. what we've got. We've got Rafferty's okay. Garden uh, okay. this is vanilla ba- milk ba- teething rusks. Banana milk teething rusks. I-, I should say, just looking at the pack, it's uh, good for swollen gums, dribbling, and irritability, so oh. maybe these are made for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll just try it out. Um, these are hard to eat. I nearly well, chipped fixing your gums, dummy. I'm not touching banana or milk, Dom. Are you? No. Mm. Okay, no, these are a little rusk. Dump. I'm going to dip this in the apple puree. That'll taste I'm good. I'm definitely tasting rusk, Andrew. Um, yeah. I don't know if stale bread is a thing. As a favorite These snack goes. They taste like <laughs> breadsticks that have gone off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's because they're rusks, dummy. That's what a rusk is. Mm. Yeah. It's stale bread. No, I'm not giving these to my, my daughter. I've got another one here, Dom, or is that it? No, we've got one more. This yeah. is, I wanted to get something a bit gourmet for you because I know you know, you like a bit fancy okay, sometimes. It's It's chicken with quinoa. Chicken, vegetables, and quinoa hines. This is the eight plus range. It's lumpy. Dom, this might be a bit too fancy for me. <laughs> look, I'll try. Hipster right. baby. There we go. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is the sort of thing um, only fancy babies eat. Chicken, vegetables, and quinoa. There's a pack of quinoa punch. <laughs> I've never tried quinoa before, Andrew, so I don't know. I think well, I'm <laughs> qualified to rate it. Then, if you, you got a cup of soup, like a chicken cup of soup, and yeah. just ate the powder, the flavour would be quite similar. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to stick to the Heinz apple from <laughs> now on. Yeah, I reckon we're one for three. For every meal. Good idea for the segment, though. Yeah, thanks, Dom. Never again. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss. Chaz and Dommy, I want to put this to you and see what you think, whether it's cat's pajamas, good, or cat's piss, bad. Now, there's this hotel, right, and they actually caught the guests. I mean, all, all guests do this, but on this one occasion, the guests were actually caught on video having stolen some towels and other stuff from the room. And the hotel staff are there on this video. It's been doing the rounds online. They open up the, the suitcase, and the staff are having the absolute time of their lives. You can tell how much fun they're having catching these guys out. <laughs> <laughs> and holding up the towel and going, see, see, look, um, l- let's just have a listen here to, to the moment at which these tourists were sprung. Explain. You explain now. You got I the word. Pay. Okay, stop. Oh it's not about pay. Stop it. I will pay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I will pay. No, no, no. no. It's not about pay. I am very late. It's not about money. Please. I know you have so a lot of money. I will pay. I know you have a lot of money. Extra money. I will pay. No, this is no respect. So, sorry. You sorry. Sorry. Just sorry. No respect. Sorry. What accent fest that was. Yes, uh, yeah, I've got the real video somewhere else. That was just me putting on a funny voice. But um, no, no, I mean, it, what the my favourite part is that the hotel, not only did they film this really embarrassing moment, but they called the police on these people oh, for having on. stolen the towel. So my question to you, is that a reasonable response to the crime of towel stealing from a hotel? I actually think that's much more reasonable than the, the same hotel actually when, when someone tore the tag off a mattress, sent them to the Hague for war crimes. <laughs> no, this is ridiculous. This is, we, we have a God-given right to steal anything that isn't screwed down from your hotel. That that's why more, hotels are so expensive, isn't yeah. it? And don't they put special prices? Like, isn't there a thing where if you take your, ba- your bathrobe, it's listed on the minibar thing as like 80 bucks, they just charge you. It's fine. He has a lot of money. They should have just charged him. This is outrageous. How dare they do that to him? 
Yeah, I, 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 say, I think I'm with Dom here. I mean, think about the number of crimes that are actually committed at hotels. There must be heaps of that. And think of all the gross stuff people do with their towels. I reckon he should have got it for free. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, there's a guy who set up a camera to find out why he's not sleeping well. So he filmed himself asleep. He discovered the reason why he's not having a good night's sleep. It's because his cat has been sitting on his face. Uh, would you would you like this to happen to you during nap time? Some people would pay for that experience. It, it, isn't that just uh, just a, a classic antihistamine ad? <laughs> Person yeah. having a cat sleep on their face and then that big breathe, big breathe easy. Oh yeah! Oh, there were some <laughs> nights face again. When I was a single man, I would have I would have wanted any living creature to sit on my face. Frankly, all right, that's it for Radio Chaser today. <laughs> oh. oh.